Interesting. I wore black wool clogs one size larger than usual to accommodate my swollen feet. My normally small frame was stretched to bursting. I took my seat in the offered wheelchair, and a harried nurse wheeled me into a labor delivery prep area. With hurried efficiency, she hooked me up to an external fetal heart rate monitor. Your contractions are still five minutes apart, but there's no dilation yet. I'll let your doctor know you're here, she said, before rushing out of the room. I had suffered a miscarriage a few months before this pregnancy, but that didn't diminish my hope for the birth of this child. Mike held my hand as another contraction hit. The nurse returned a few minutes later to inform us that Dr. Smith, my obstetrician, was out of town for a family emergency. His partner, Dr. Fletcher, would handle my delivery. I've called Dr. Fletcher and I'm waiting to hear back from her. The nurse smiled as she left the room, but that did nothing to lessen the fear gripping my stomach. I knew it, I said to Mike as a wave of uneasiness gripped me. The back of my throat constricted against the verbal and physical bile threatening to escape. Twice during my pregnancy, Dr. Fletcher had examined me when Dr. Smith was unavailable. She had been reluctant to interact any more than absolutely necessary. During each of the two office visits, Dr. Fletcher had been unwilling to meet my gaze. Her speech had been terse, and her manner impersonal. She seemed to lack even a shred of empathy, and any details I provided about my pregnancy challenges were disregarded. I couldn't understand why she had chosen to bring babies into the world. After my second exam by Dr. Fletcher, I called my mom. Hey, Mom. Hey, how are you feeling? I just came back from the obstetrician, and I saw Dr. Smith's partner. She is the most unfeeling, heartless doctor I have ever met. I just know I'm going to have her when it's time for my baby to come. That's ridiculous, Joanne. Your doctor will be there to deliver your baby. But I still don't understand why you're insisting on a natural childbirth with all the birthing problems in our family. Why can't you just have a C-section and not go through all that? My mom warned me throughout my pregnancy. Most females in our family don't fully dilate. You need to ask for a C-section. They aren't just going to give me a C-section, Mom. I'm in good shape. I'll be strong enough to do this. I told my doctor about our family history so he is prepared to do a C-section if I need one. I can do this. Plus, I've been told natural childbirth is better for the baby. Oh, brother. Bev and Patty were pulled out with forceps, and you and Dave were C-sections. All four of you turned out fine. Somehow this wasn't comforting. Forceps grasping and extracting my child from my body was not a birthing method I wanted to partake in. I had been in peak condition as a bodybuilder and runner for more than 20 years. I was disciplined and had the stamina to endure extreme physical demands. Why would childbirth be any different? Besides, we were praying and had a host of friends praying too. My mom didn't relent. People are nuts telling you all this stuff, Joanne. Don't you remember the trouble Patty had with her kids? She labored forever with Jill and then ripped from stem to stern when the baby crowned. She had to have a C-section with Brian. 
It'll be all right, Mom. I'm not tiny like Patty. I am big-boned, sturdy milestock. Patty is married to six-foot-four-inch Mark, and her babies were bound to be big. As long as I don't get Dr. Fletcher, everything will work out. Well, have Mike call me the minute the baby is born, and I'll be on the next flight. I'm not coming out until he's born. Okay, I wish you would come earlier, but I get it. Do what works for you, and I'll see you when he's here, I said and hung up. It was disconcerting that my mom refused to come until after our son was born. Was it because she didn't want to witness any struggles I might have? The conversation unsettled me. I shoved doubt away like overcooked broccoli because I was a half-glass full person. The misgivings Mom expressed about my ability to give birth got under my skin. Usually upbeat and positive, she was adamant that her daughters would struggle.